Hello everyone, my name is Danny. My name is Brianna. And today we're going to be talking about culture appropriation and reggaeton. So now Brianna is going to talk a little bit about what reggaeton is. So reggaeton is a very popular music genre within the Latinx community in Latin, in Latin American countries. And over the years, it's slowly becoming more and more popular in the mainstream music industry. However, the reggaeton that is being played on the radio that everyone knows and loves can be compared more to pop culture music, and not the same original authentic reggaeton that is played in Latin America. Exactly. And to give you all some context about like some of the historical context about reggaeton, hey, reggaeton um, was created by Afro-Latinx um, artists in Panama, specifically Jamaican immigrants who came to Panama to help build the uh, Panama Canal. And what they did was that they basically mixed reggae with a whole bunch of other um, music genres that were present already in Central America to create reggaeton, right? And at first, you know, this um, reggaeton was used as a form of political expression for a lot of Afro-Latinx artists in these countries, in Panama and then later Puerto Rico. So a lot of the things that were talked about were poverty, racism, police brutality, and other things that affected um, black people in these countries. So really, it was a form of black empowerment. However, now when you think of reggaeton, who do we think of? We think of Bad Bunny, we think of Maluma, we think of mm-hmm. all these basically white passing Latinos who are singing about drugs, money, sex, that's it. They're songs they're making reggaeton music for their own profit they're not there's no meaning behind their words they're just talking about news they're talking about sex drugs alcohol getting drunk this and that and the thing is no one no one cares enough why because it's reggaeton music it's something we can dance to it's something fun there's no, like no one's putting any thought to think about what they're actually saying and no one cares enough honestly why because reggaeton is just associated for something fun that you listen to and dance to yeah it's really crazy because it's just like it just shows how like culture appropriation works because you know like when it was created by black people it had this message of like black empowerment right and now that white latinos have become basically the the appropriators the mm-hmm. of reggaeton and the image it's become this like pornographized music genre where it's like more talking about these things that you were like you know sex alcohol because it's what's going to sell no and the thing is i think it's bizarre how that's normalized because honestly there's no reason why young kids should be like singing and dancing on TikTok with their families, the songs talking about like sex and alcohol at such a young age. But why is it okay just because reggaeton is something fun? But when it was reggaeton was something actually powerful, when it had meaning to it, it was just talked down upon. It was looked down upon. It was exactly. Not- it, it's crazy because you know when black people were making reggaeton, just the same way like when black people were making bachata. It was talked about as being, you know, the music for cueros. So hoes, basically, Mm -hmm. which is what the the word cuero means. Or just like people that were like, you know, ghetto. Basically is what it was. It was it was um, the stigma behind reggaeton. And now that it's, you know, done by white people, it's like a whole different thing. It's a trend. It's a trend trend. trend that everyone wants to be part of. And then it's you're cool if you listen to Bad Bunny. You're cool if you're listening to all these people. And the fact that we even have like... Now that I just think it's crazy how not only do they have this platform in the music industry, they have other platforms like we've seen these reggaeton artists. J Balvin had a McDonald's meal. 
Like, how does that make sense? How does Bad Bunny <laughs> releasing shoes? Like, why are we putting reggaeton artists with, like, big-name brands like Adidas, like McDonald's? Yeah. But we're not giving even just musical credit to the actual black Afro-Latinos who are still making music. Exactly. It's just a way of white, I mean, of black erasure. Like, you know, it's a way of erasing, you know, Afro-Latinidad and Afro-Indigeneity mm-hmm. in the continent. Because... You know, they're the ones who started it. You know, they're yet the ones nobody that ever talks about it. They the way for it to even get... Like, yeah. But we don't talk about that. And it's normalized. Like, it's normalized that we don't talk about it. We just carry on. Exactly. And it, a lot of it is due to this, like, idea of Latinidad. Um, so, for if you for those who don't know, Latinidad is basically this concept that, like, the Latinx community is a monolith, that we're all race, that we're all mixed race. Um, and that we all have the same experiences, right? When we all know that's not true, um, that the Latinx community is very diverse. We and do all do not have the same experiences. We do not have all the same experiences. Me, as a brown Latinx Latino, I'm not going to have the same experiences as like a white person from Argentina, right? So like, it's like stuff that we don't really talk about because we're used to that idea, you know? And that idea of Latinidad also is something that allows for this cultural appropriation to happen, you know, because when we see reggaeton as being a Latinx genre, right, instead of being really an Afro-Latinx genre, right, it's normalized because it's like, okay, you're not actually appropriating it because it's a Latinx genre. So that anyone who's Latinx can actually, you know, sing sing it or like Mm -hmm. make reggaeton music, right? When in reality, that's not what it was meant for. If you, I bet, like, if I ask Diego Calderon right now, if he's okay with, like, everything that's happening, like, white people singing reggaeton, he probably wouldn't be okay with that because the way he used reggaeton and the way a lot of Afro-Latinx people who started the genre used reggaeton was to, you know, Should talk about these struggles. Mm-hmm. And also, not just struggles, but also just, like, joy, too, exactly. of, like being black and stuff but that's like not what it is anymore now it's literally just entertaining it's for profit and entertainment purposes because when you think about it like yes that bunny he's a tune everyone loves him but when you listen to the words like yo perreo sola like what is message is that really giving anyone what message is that can anyone listen to that and be like wow i learned something or like wow this is really eye-opening no exactly exactly and i mean like there is some you know good messages in some of the music you know but it's still not what as it a was. whole it's not enough yeah not exactly. enough nowhere near enough yeah and i think like one of the things we need to start doing too is just like elevating you know afro latinx people who are in the uh, reggaeton industry right now you know because you know people like sesh you know who are like doing music right now um such as an afro panamanian reggaetonero and, you know, he makes a lot of good music, too. But, you know, Bad Bunny and all these other white Latinos are still up there. Up because, there. you know, obviously the anti-blackness in the Latinx community is very right, real. Right. So, like, you know, just like, up, you know, elevating their platforms, you know, you know, promoting their music and stuff, too. And, you know, to just kind of like, I guess, like decolonize reggaeton, too. Sure. And also calling these things out, too, because, you know, it's so normalized that, you know, people don't really like think about it. You know, like, people don't really think about, oh, there's, like, white Latinos in the cover of the Spotify, Spotify for yes. Viva Latino, which is, the, like, a lot of reggaeton mm-hmm. so music. So, Spotify, if you don't have Spotify, so they have, like, the Latin section. And then every 
week or it's every month they have a reggaeton playlist and then it changes the cover and it's called Viva Latino and I believe it was September 2020 but it was it's been the past year Rosalia who is a white Latina she was the cover of it it was her and Billie Eilish who isn't even an any actually um <laughs> Rosalia isn't even a white Latina. She's from Spain. So she's not even Latina. But it's, it just shows you because, you know, like Afro-Latinos, like black people in the Latinx community who are actually part of the Latinx community, they're erased from Latinidad all the time. They're told you're not Latino all the time. But then when Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish. Or, or Rosalia, Rosalia decides to make reggaeton or we put them front and the fact that we're like, so okay, you're so welcomed in our community. Now, and like, it, that's when you think about it. These people, like I said, like they haven't been making music that long. Rosalia has not been making music that long. Mm-hmm. The fact that she got like, jumped how many people ahead to go on the front cover, that says a lot. And the way it just worked it so work. well. It worked so well. Yeah, and you know, she speak in her songs too, like she's from Spain. She's a Spaniard, a white Spaniard. And in her songs, like her reggaeton songs, she'll sing with a Caribbean accent just to make it make sense with the genre, I guess. But it's just so weird. The fact that, no, the fact that she even acknowledged she has to do that and thinks it's okay to do it. It's like, what? Exactly. Like, and like, again, it comes back to, you know, cultural appropriation again, because, you know, cultural appropriation of music, like reggaeton, is one thing, but also cultural appropriation of languages, too, because Caribbean accents, like Central American accents, they're always pathologized because of the fact that they have so much African and indigenous influences in them. Right. So like when like I speak in my Spanish, for example, I'm told that my Spanish isn't correct. Yes. Right. That it's like bad Spanish. Spanish, But when a Spaniard, a white Spaniard comes in and starts speaking these Spanish in this way, it's romanticized. Like Rosalia. It's not seen as like this, you know, pathologized form of Spanish. It's seen as this like, oh, my God, it's so It's a compliment. And if anything, it's like in a way... Now, honestly, it is praise. Like, people are like, oh my yeah. gosh, you have a nice Spanish accent. Like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a Spanish accent. That's something said. You don't hear, honestly, someone saying that's a Central American. So, like, no, it's quiet. When no. a Spaniard comes, it's like, oh my gosh, Spanish is so beautiful. When you think of love languages, people are talking about Spain Spanish, exactly. not Spanish. It's Spain Spanish. Exactly. That is a love language when they romanticize it. Exactly. So, you know, it's a, it's a big problem. And it's something that we need to start moving away from. We need to start moving away from Latinidad. We need to start moving away from, you know, this normalization of cultural appropriation within our community and understanding that there is differences and that, you know, there's different experiences and, you know. Also giving the platform to people who are experiencing this to say their experiences and giving them just like making their voices heard, not speaking for them, but making their voices heard. Exactly. That's also very important, you know, because these people are already speaking, you know, and they know what they're talking about because they're the ones who are having these experiences. So just like giving that platform to, sure. which is something that a lot of people in our community don't do. A lot of people in our community tend to kind of just like take over and talk for themselves, mm-hmm. even though they're not the ones who are experiencing things. But yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, I hope you all have a great day. Thank you.